Uh, hi, I'm Erica. I'm Toby. And this is our podcast. <laughs> and we just recorded for about 10 minutes and then realized we didn't actually hit the record button. This, <laughs> so. this feels like drawing on the wrong layer. Oh my god. In like an art program. Drawing on the wrong layer? Where you're like penning over your sketch layer and then you erase it and it's all gone. And you're like, ah, that's not what I meant to do. Okay, let's, let's, um, let's just start over. Okay, so... It's been a year since we recorded our last podcast, and I know that because I looked it up. So um, long. A little over a year, which also means that Toby has been administering testosterone for over a year now. So, woo woo. So, why don't we start? I'm having super massive deja vu. Let's start with testosterone. Let's talk about what it's been like on it and if you've noticed any changes. All right. Uh, what you want? Okay. Yeah. Describe. Uh, describe what it is. How you put it on. I got. I got these little goo packets. I call them my boy goo, and I put them on my shoulders. It's jelly. And then science magic happens, and I my my balls drop. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> that is the really short version of that. <laughs> um, Toby did a much better job on the first take, let's just say. Shut up. No, okay, so don't tell me to shut up. <laughs> that is not kind. I'm sorry. Okay, so Toby has uh, these little packets of what look like kind of like a petroleum jelly, like Vaseline, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's very slippery. It smells awful. It does have like a chemically kind of smell to it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and he rubs it on his shoulders right before bed. That's pretty much the beginning and the end of it. Simple. Super simple. Do you remember what the alternatives to the jelly were for the testosterone? The alternative was a shot in the stomach every month, and I thought to myself, that's better than the alternative. Right. The goo is better than the alternative. Yeah, the goo is definitely better than the alternative. Can you put I'm, your phone away? Because we're doing... I have my Oh, okay. Okay, oh, sorry. Goodness. I'm so sorry. I just tried to take a, Toby's <laughs> notes away from him. I thought he was scrolling or was on discord um okay so jelly every night before bed it dries up you're you're all honky dory honky dory i don't know why i said that i don't want to say that again um okay so let's talk about the other sort of big change i think in the last year which is that you are a romantic asexual aka arrow ace but i'm not good at archery i'm not that kind of arrow ace (laughs) (laughs) I think the dad joke was delivered even better the second time so good job with that um so we have talked about aromantic asexual before i don't think i don't think i did a very good job of it the first time i think we talked about it in the context of hi i am no we didn't we talked about it in the context of hey people are so why don't you talk about now i'm people your your peopleness (laughs) let's talk about what it means and what it means to you specifically so I, I love romance as, like, a genre. It's it's pretty chillin'. I, I've just never, for the life of me, understood any of the things that people were, like, describing in, like, books when they're, like, he got butterflies around her. I'm like, what? Are you... Do you have a stomach disease or something? What's going on like there? Like, you don't understand what that feels like. Like, I've never felt that feeling before. I, I have felt love, but it's, like, platonic love. Mm-hmm. So I'm surrounded by a lot of, like, romance-heavy media or, like, the societal ideas that 
you have to get married, you have to have sex, you have to have kids, mm. otherwise you are not a functioning member of society. Mm. Um, and it's kind of, it kind of sucks, because, like, um, people don't really see me as a person because of I'm not in a romantic relationship or I'm not boning down on someone constantly. Wow, boning down on someone. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is no longer G-rated. I guess it never was. Um, okay, so hold on a minute because I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you questions that are gonna sound like they're loaded or like I'm trying to assert an opinion. But I think I'm gonna ask the questions that maybe my family and friends would be asking if they were here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're 15. You're almost 16, and you'll be 16 in a f- in a couple weeks, a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, what if someone were to say to you, "Well, maybe you're just." too young and you haven't had those feelings yet what what is your sort of thoughts on that that's that's usually when young queer people come out there that that's usually a common response just no matter what your sexuality or your gender is is you're too young to know your your brain isn't fully developed you're going to change your mind when you're older Mm -hmm. and to that i say stop invalidating their feelings if they change how they feel in the future then that's up to them for now this is how they feel and the best you can do is be supportive okay that's a fair response so you know if in three years you decide you do suddenly get butterflies for some person then then that's just the way it's going to be and that's how it works okay all right but for now this is how i feel and i i'd appreciate it if people would respect that and like support it okay and what does supporting it look like or just, sound like just don't tell me stuff like oh you just haven't met the right person yet mm. or or oh you, how do you know you don't like it if you you haven't truly tried it mm. and and it's just oh okay it's a whole thing like like there are other relationships that matter mm-hmm. like there are my, i have my friends and i love my friends yeah i have my family and I love my family. I yeah. love you. Yeah. I have all these people in my life that I have this just this deep respect and caring and love for and nobody respects it as much because it's not at the same level in their heads as a romantic relationship. Mm. And I'm forced to confront the fact that romantic relationships will always be put first in mm. this society. Mm. You think so? Mhm. I I don't think things will always be the same way they are like now. Like, when my, when my friends, any of my friends get, like, significant others, they're obviously going to want to spend more time with their significant other than they are going to want to spend time with me. Even if they are still going to be spending time with me, mm. it's not going to be as much as before because okay. they'll want to spend time with their, their significant other. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. Yeah. So, in, in a lot of ways, you kind of have to sort of accept that that might be the case confront that you're always going to be put second in uh allo romantic world you're a number one in my book i appreciate that you always will be i love well, you you made me you're I biased did. i did make you <laughs> i built you inside my belly <laughs> it was a long lego oh, set my goodness <laughs> there were so many parts um i did build you and i love you and you'll always be first in my book okay baby oh, thank you okay um all right, so that's cool. Look, thank you for catching us up on all that. I think that, you know, friends and family and anybody else who was listening, please, uh, you know what? We're, we're really open-minded to questions. You can hit me up at any time with a question. Um, and I'm, I'm happy also if you're someone who's going through this as a young person or perhaps as a parent. Uh, again, Toby and I are 
ready resources. We would, we'd love to, to talk mm-hmm. about things, even one-on-one with friends and family to help them yeah, understand exactly. it. So, um, let's get on to the next. I think you, you, we, we decided we were going to go back and forth on this particular podcast. So it's not so and lopsided. it took two takes and you still haven't let me go. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give space for you to ask a question, my love. <laughs> All my right. Apologies. It's okay. Uh, I wanted to know just as a trans kid, is it hard to be like a parent to a trans teenager? Mm. Like what are the challenges that you've, that you've seen? Hmm. Well, I think parenting is challenging no matter what. So there's that. I do think that in the beginning, all along the way, things have gotten incrementally more challenging, but not because of who you are, but more because I have this like overwhelming desire to protect you and to make sure that you're treated fairly and with and respectfully and that other people look at you and understand how beautiful you are as a human um so it's not it's not so much difficult to parent you but it's more like i feel like to 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 have me exist in a world that's so against it sort of yeah and i and i want to be your advocate all the time and then the older you get the harder it is for me to insert myself because you're (laughs) a teenager and you're very capable and you know I think the hardest part for me was when you started high school because of the pandemic and you know you'd been homeschooling you know zooming what have you and you'd made a yeah, lot I of friends didn't get to finish middle school because of the pandemic yeah you got made some online friends and I was worried about what the school environment was going to be like I was worried about the bathroom situation I was worried about you being misgendered I was worried about you being dead named and all those things um so but you're an easy kid to parent because you're smart. You're totally rational. You know, you're level-headed. Sometimes I'm too smart. I mean, you're pretty darn smart. Yeah, straight A's, <laughs> except eh, we won't talk about math. talk about that. <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, I guess that's my answer. Does that, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. Now, on the flip side of that, you're a cis woman. Do you think it was hard to parent you? Oh, Lord. Well... Grammy's not here. May she rest in peace so I can make paint any picture I'd like. Um, I think that I was probably relatively easy to parent only because there were four of us kids. And uh, I just wanted to make things easier on her. Well, my older sister kind of, you know, Auntie Titi, who I love, Jessica, I love you, uh, sort of stretched the boundaries of, um, you know, getting in trouble oldest kid syndrome yeah exactly and i came behind her with the exact opposite intent you know i wanted to make sure that i was getting good grades and that i was i was kind of a teacher's pet man aren't you so glad i have no siblings there's only one (laughs) there's only one of you i know (laughs) i know uh yeah and i was athletic i was into sports and all that kind of stuff so i think that i was probably pretty expensive when it came to things like that like yeah, you're, Toby's um, Toby's raising his hand. <laughs> to high five you. <laughs> oh, you're high fiving me. Okay. Unless <laughs> you were gonna ask me for a question. Um. Anyway, so yeah. No, I think. I, look, I think all kids are challenging in their own way, and I'm sure I challenged my mom and my dad both. So, you can ask Grandpa next time we see him. Um, kids. All right. You. you know what I wanted to ask you about? Hmm? I wanted to. You've gotten super into D and D lately. Uh, which is Dungeons and Dragons for those not in the know. 
And I mistakenly attributed that fascination with D&D with Stranger Things, but you you kind of corrected me on that. It's a common misconception. So why don't you tell me about how you kind of got back into it and the campaigns that you're in? So basically, there's... My dad was really into D&D. He's still really into D&D, but he doesn't really play it anymore because he doesn't exactly have friends and the that want to play wow. and that have the time to play. <laughs> that no, he has friends. <laughs> he, has, he has friends. All right, okay. They just don't have the time or want to play with him anymore. Well, they played World of Warcraft. They, they play World of okay, Warcraft. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Keep going, sorry. But, like, I I have friends who want to play D&D with me, and I have time to play D&D, and they also have time. And I have many, many friends who are very willing to Dungeon Master. Shout out to the... Two dungeon masters in my friend group. I love you very much. Um, <laughs> and that's how I ended up in three D&D campaigns. At the same time. Everybody, I I tell people that I'm in three campaigns and they're like, how are you not that's a lot. going crazy? It's and then I tell them that I'm planning my own and they're like, you're going to die. And I'm like, hmm, but maybe it'll be funny. <laughs> you mean die in one of the campaigns? No, like, just keel over from the exhaustion of from trying to plot your own campaign mm. and then being in three other campaigns gotcha. simultaneously. That, that, that might, there might be something there. Um, but I think what it, it points to is that you and your friends happen to be very imaginative humans yeah. who like, like to make of, stories up. One of my friends, legit, she, like, homebrewed this Percy Jackson campaign. It's incredible. I... I could not, I cannot ever stop thinking about it and my character in it, who's an 11-year-old boy, if you were curious, because she said, I asked her what the age minimum was, mm. because I wanted to play a little kid, Yeah. Um, and she said 11, so I said, all right, bet, and now I have an 11-year-old kid, and he's really into Minecraft, and I really love him <laughs> as a character. Okay. An eleven-year-old boy. Yeah, he's just kind of me. But if I was, if I figured out I was a boy a lot sooner, uh, younger, yeah, and if I was really into Minecraft, you know, I actually, still am though. I'm really. glad you made that reference to if you figured out you were a boy younger, because I feel like I've been in this situation before where I'm like reminiscing and then thinking about young Toby, and or sharing a story about you from when you were younger, and 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 I look back fondly at those times and i'm not i'm not lamenting or sad that you know you have discovered yourself or have changed your your name or any of those which things. i appreciate because like some some parents when they figure out their kids are trans they're like i just miss my 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 little, little girl whatever so yeah. much yeah why can't you why can't you be more mm, like her and yeah just, but my my the i and, and i don't feel that way but the thing that i that i get hung up on and i think i've figured it out is I want to say, I want to honor your name and your gender. So I want to say, when Toby was three, you know, he, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, that's how I, I do it to myself. Yeah, and I figure that is the right way, mm-hmm. right? Like, I shouldn't dead name you just because I'm telling a story just about when you were young. Just because you're telling a story about before I transition. Or misgender you, exactly. you know. Um, speaking of dead name, one of my friends, uh, because I made a post on social media that said, dead names should stay dead or something along those lines. I was resharing something that I thought was interesting on this subject. And that friend told me that they don't like that language. 
you you guys actually told me that a while ago because you were like i don't feel comfortable with you calling it a dead name because it feels like you're killing this thing that i've given you and it feels rude to me and i i don't see it that way i feel like it's not burying the person you're used to be mm-hmm. it's just burying the part of yourself that you were hiding under before you mm. could be yourself like, like like a facade like it's burying a mask not mm. burying like a person burying a mask like it. i'm i'm burying the mask that i wore for like 13 years of this little girl and i made my i've got my real face on underneath yeah and that's the the name that i have now gotcha and I've come around too, by the way. Like I've been able, I, like I can say dead name now without choking before. I was like, <laughs> d- d- dead name. Um, but yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And I think maybe that'll help other people understand it too. It's a good metaphor. It is kind of harsh. Like it sounds harsh. Cause anything it sounds related harsh because when you think about like death, death and stuff, it yeah. makes it sound harsher than it is. But you're not burying that child. That individual. You're just burying the mask the, the facade you're burying yeah. the name you're not burying yeah. the person you are still that person yeah you used to be that person you are still that person yeah. you're just burying the name i gotcha i gotcha yeah okay so uh, so as to not take further criticism from you i'm gonna ask you if you wanted to ask another question i i have been thinking about this because you have been away for them a lot you've been doing a lot of racing recently mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. i was wondering like how's had that been going because i haven't i really feel bad saying this but i haven't been paying much attention to, <laughs> to whether you've won or lost <laughs> these things i just celebrate when you're celebrating and okay. am sad when you're sad okay well thank you for asking i'm so glad you're tracking my performance so closely uh no that's okay toby uh, let's see. So what Toby's referring to is that I've been really throwing myself into like competitive like fitness racing, which sounds really silly when I label it that way, but whatever. Um, so I've competed in things like High Rocks and DECA and still do some like Spartan obstacle course racing here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think I've done a couple of CrossFit competitions in the last year. I qualified for my age group in the CrossFit Open this Ooh. last season and the season before it. Um, so it's been going really great. I think now that you're a teenager and kind of in high school and like focused on, you know, you're, you know, shaping yourself as a young adult, I think I've given myself permission to spend more time doing the things on that I yourself. really love. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that sets a good example yeah. for you also. I like that you're, like, taking time for yourself and to do the things that you like, like going to races or going to karaoke with your friends or just going out in general and just having fun. I yeah. really I appreciate that you, you're letting yourself do that more often. Yeah. Thank you, baby. That means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I yeah, and I've, I've spent, I've met a lot of really great people along the way. Um, you know, I said I've been pretty competitive in my what I didn't say is in my age group so most of the races I I podium on or when I'm put up against other women in my in my age range and which you is, kick your butts which is 45 to 49 not always Tobes sometimes it's just me and another woman or it's just me and a handful of and other you women kick her butt 
<laughs> so there's not always a very large there's not always competitive but to field. <laughs> yeah but yeah usually there's enough but anyway it's been a lot of fun and uh and i appreciate you and daddy both giving me the space to be able to do those things awesome and yes i am having a lot of fun doing karaoke too yeah yeah and i'm really good at it as you know just kidding that's <laughs> anybody who's been to karaoke with me knows that is not the truth um, on the opposite hand i know no. you're great at karaoke are you kidding me <laughs> i would love to take you to karaoke one night and have no. you seeing something yeah you're Goodness, amazing no. okay um let's see i wanted to ask you as we're kind of coming to the end of the of the year here very soon we'll be celebrating the new year hopefully we'll get this published before then um <laughs> are you planning to make any resolutions this year my like Biggest resolution is probably just Dungeon Master campaign in D and D because I it, I really want to do it. My friends make it look so fun. It's it's so much planning, and I am in the middle of the planning. I'm in the thick of it, but like it would be so fun to watch that idea come together and watch all these people that I love so dearly sit around a table and play the little game that I made for them. Yeah. And so what does that entail? You have to come up with a story and like all the details of the, of the, the world that you're in. I named a tavern. I need to name the world still. I need to name like without spoilers. I need to name the different levels of something because something happens when certain things happen. Okay. Well, that is very nonspecific. Whole whole thing. I, I named a tavern just the Latin word for drink. It's the drink barrel. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so That's okay. I love it. So there's just a lot of details that you have to work out for the story before you can start the campaign. I'm going to improv a lot of it. I've, I've decided right now I'm going to improv a lot of it. So I'm giving myself very like... Like you're sketching Minuscule it. details. Yeah. Like I'm not scripting out something because obviously that's going to get derailed pretty quickly. Um, Why I'm don't you try using it. that um, that AI, that chat AI I told you about that no, my friend told me I about? No, I want to do it myself. But, let's, but wouldn't that be kind of funny? Okay, so... It would be funny to play an AI written campaign, but also it wouldn't make much sense. Like, what's it called? Chat GPT? I don't know. GPT? I can't remember. You'll but, remember it after this. But if, you, if, if you're listening and you, and you haven't heard of that, look it up. I was blown away. You can basically describe... You can describe something and then the AI will like, like create, it'll write for you essentially. Like I could say, please like write me a college essay about, um, you know, my ambition for becoming a doctor and it will, it will create an essay for you. Pretty convincing. I gotta ask, what's your resolution? My what? My New Year's resolution? Well, oof. Um... (laughs) I don't necessarily... I mean, you've already got the fitness thing going on, so you don't have to make the whole, I'm going to go to the gym resolution. <laughs> it's true. And you're already eating healthy, so you don't have to make the whole, I'm going to eat healthy. So, so you got, you've already got most those, of those the are, things. Those are pretty cliche happening. New Year's resolutions, I guess, huh? Um, I think I want to follow through on the things that I've set out to do. I think I need more follow through in, in the next year. Nothing too both. dramatic, but um, you, you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is there anything in particular that you really need to follow through on? Studying. Ooh. <laughs> the aforementioned C no. that we didn't talk about. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Evidence that that's true. Mm. Look, straight A's and one C. I am not complaining as a mom. Yeah. I'm still very proud. Of, Daddy and I are both very proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, well, is there anything else that you want to share with our friends and family? And, and you know, I think because we did the mistake of recording and then not recording, uh, I didn't get to say this, which is, if this is your first time listening, thank you for spending time with us. If this is, if you're coming back because you've heard it and, you, and we haven't recorded in a year, then welcome back. Um, we really appreciate we really appreciate that you're listening to our chat and that that there's hopefully something that we've shared that you can kind of take to heart. Um, if you're, you know, experiencing folks in your life who may be going through their own transition and or who are questioning, um, if you have family um, who maybe don't understand um, these topics, Again, I think I mentioned this already. I can't remember what we recorded and re-recorded anymore, but Toby and I love to offer our um, counsel. Um, if you're a young person going through um, this time and you, you, you lack support or the words to have conversations with those you love, again, we, we, we love to be resources. And for parents who are, um, again, similar, similarly going through something, uh, you can consider me a ready resource as well. And if you're sitting out there, whether you're out of the closet or so buried so deep inside of it that you think you might have found that lost sock from long, long ago, <laughs> I love you and I, you're going to be okay. Mm, that's nice. I thought you were going for like a lion and the witch and the wardrobe reference. Like <laughs> if you're so deep in the closet that you push the back and you enter a snowy world where lions can speak you've reached narnia <laughs> gay narnia gay narnia or trans narnia trans narnia who knows um okay i think that's probably was there anything else babe no closing thoughts i got no thoughts ever tobes <laughs> tobes come on you got any closing you're thoughts? a smart kid do you got any closing thoughts? yeah don't be self-deprecating okay fair enough <laughs> Um, okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and I think I did scribble down the information for, I did, for the Trevor Project. So, Yo, I love the Trevor so Project. again, if, um, if you are needing support or some services and you don't feel comfortable reaching out to me, um, there is a lifeline uh, for the Trevor Project and Whoa. they are open 24-7, 365 days a week. I love and you, the Trevor Project. And you can reach them at 866-4-U, the letter U, Trevor, T-R-E-V-O-R. I should have written down what that number Dude, is, but... If we could get, like, the Trevor Project to sponsor us one day, I think that'd be the dream. Yeah, we don't need a sponsor. Like, um, I'm joking, but, like... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> or cool. just to be endorsed by them, that just, would be cool, yeah. Just to... Just to we need to talk about them more. They're awesome. You can also go to the trevorproject.org, which is their website, and they have a uh, Trevor Chat instant messaging platform that you can leverage as well if you what? don't feel comfortable talking to someone. Um, and I think that's it for now. So, again, thanks for listening. Please uh, share this podcast with anybody that you think could benefit from its contents. And uh, we will do our very, very best to record another <laughs> podcast um, under... A year from now. See you in a year. No, no, kidding. Let's make no. Let's make a promise. We can make it see you in a year because it'll be next year. Well, see you next year. We can say that for sure. But um, see you in a year. Let's make a commitment right now to our listeners. We're gonna do it in 2023 at some point. No, I want a more 
No. Specific commitment. Because if we give it a specific commitment, we're going to forget about it. <sighs> that sounds like failure. That's failure talk. We are going to gonna do another <sighs> podcast within two months. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's vague enough. Okay, we can do that. All right. Signing off we're for now. Try. Thank you. See you in 2023. <laughs> Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs>